golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love the Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G, along with... Will, I am the intrepid caddy Perry in the house tonight, and uh, we are broadcasting live on Facebook, so if you're still at work, hey, you can check in and see us, the Golf Insiders, or uh, if you are fighting that ultimate four traffic, just kick back with us, and uh, we will get you through it. So, Will, he's back. The Tiger going unscathed at the Hero World unscathed? Championship. Pretty much. I mean, you know, I think everybody was kind of watching. Well, Injury-wise, sure. I think, I think he was, a lot of people were watching sort of like you watch a NASCAR race. You know, hoping <laughs> Waiting for, for the wreck. Ho- hoping for the wreck. Come on. Let's I'm, be honest. No, There was sure. a little bit of that going on. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest takeaways is the fact that there's not, at least that I've heard, there's not one um, bit of you know, feedback whatsoever that he had a little bit of a twinge here or, you know, my back's a little bit fatigued here or this, that, or the other. I mean, I haven't heard any of that. And I think that's a huge, huge positive, you if nothing else. I loved seeing Tiger smile. 100%. Smile. And he's got, you know, that quadrillion million smile. But, uh, you know, I, I was impressed with Tiger the person and who he was being as much as the player. Yeah, definitely a different demeanor on the golf course. It was one of the things that um, that I touched on in the blog that we posted up on thegolfinsiders.com was about just how he, you know, the the fist pump was in midseason form, as you will, but it wasn't so much just about that. It was it was his attitude. It was it was the positive vibe that he was kind of, you know, genuinely looked like he was having a good time finally being back in competition. Well, and he expressed earlier in the week uh, that quote. I had some pretty dire times when, uh, you know, he was going through, I think, the, the months immediately after the surgery. You know, that, those are pretty strong words and pretty, you know, honest words from Tiger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure that time wasn't easy. And it's, he's always been one that's been kept close to the vest. And I think, you know, people are going to start to resonate with him a little bit more of, of maybe the, the more real Tiger, possibly. The, I guess we'll see, but the forty-something injury-laden tiger. Yeah, it'll put a little perspective on you, especially when you're flat on your back for a few months and uh, you know reflecting and getting a little perspective on your life. You know that forty thing that happens could know? be the best thing that happened to him, honestly, for the going through this final stretch of his career. I mean, he's at least in terms of his PGA Tour career, he's kind of in the last you know, the last leg, if you will, to some degree of, you know, he said that he would like to play 
possibly another 10, 15, 20 years, probably onto the Champions Tour as well. Who knows how how many events, but from a perspective of, you know, his, he's definitely, he's crossed the peak of his career, obviously, at this point. He's on the backside of it. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, it was just interesting. Tiger said some things that were, you know, very different, I think, um, talking about, you know, the support of his friends and, you know, being back out amongst with the guys. You know, the guys yeah. Yeah. Um, on the on the tour. And now I think Tiger in a unique place where he's, um, in some respects, with you know some of the young guys, the twenty somethings. You know, he's almost a father figure at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's been a big mentor for guys like Jason Day and you know some of the younger players and. You know, at this point, he probably has that different perspective, somewhat of like how Mark Romero used to be his mentor and obviously still is. And, you know, some of those, you know, older players of, um, you know, his previous generation. And so I'm sure that's definitely changed his perspective. It's it's no different than than anyone else who's become more the wiser, you know, from the difficulties that they've faced in maybe personally or professionally in a career. Well, he finished 14 out of the 18 players, 14 shots back of. Let's not forget who won this thing. That's Hideki, true. Hideki, four in a row, Matsuyama. Four wins out of five. On fire. Yeah, four wins out of five starts with a second place in there between. It's fun. I mean, it's kind of coming at the wrong time. You know, peaking uh, during the, the kind of the fall-winter stretch here. I mean, not to take it away from him, but, you know, let's see what he can do come he would, he March, would love April, to be. He would love to be going down Magnolia Lane next week. Oh, for sure. I'm sure that he would. I'm sure In his dreams. His confidence is riding extremely high right now. Yeah, and um, let, let's talk a little bit about Tiger's swing. Uh, you know, they did an interesting analysis. You on, saw the, what was it, Gary McCord, right, did the side-by-side? Uh, I think it Gary was on, Coke, I think it was. Gary Coke. Yep, and, um, but, it, you know, very interesting. I You know, you definitely see Tiger a little more upright, more centered, you know, mm-hmm. more of that rotary turn um showed that he had more hip turn which i thought was really interesting and just overall very you know more more upright not all that you know bending and and sure. tw- you know twisting in his back hopefully that's what it hopefully that is what will keep him from getting hurt again um you know so much of the you know that talk from before was when he was working with sean foley just loading so much into his left side you know through impact and you know Got his ball position back a little bit. Definitely. Not so more far back. off that left toe. Definitely more back. Left toe is more planted for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I I mean, I don't know what the overall commentary was, but you know, I, I thought it probably looked like a swing that, you know, a lot of the guys talk about how you then have to have a swing that will carry you, you know, through the next 20 years of your career. And, yeah. You know, it looks like this might be. It's a little this, bit tighter. Yep. You know, something that will probably have a little bit less strain on his body. And that's exactly what he needs right now. And yet he was still bombing it out there. I don't I don't know what his driving stats were. I haven't looked at it, but I know that there was I had read and saw multiple pieces of commentary where he was out driving Patrick Reed and, you know, the other guys in his group during the event. 73, 65 on Friday. That was fun to watch. 70 and. Uh, probably not the way he wanted to finish things up on Sunday, a 76. That 18th hole gave him fits. It did. Three doubles. Couple, yeah. Was it three doubles? Three doubles. Woo. I think it was. Well, obviously, yeah. Friday. Or, um, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday made doubles on all, and then Friday he was bogey-free. So 
had his number. Uh, you know, so hey, if, to to have a glimpse of the old tiger in there, I think was uh, not only uh, exciting for golf fans, but uh, I would say Tiger was, you know, he had that Cheshire grin going. I oh, think yeah. he was, um, you know, very excited to be out back out there. And uh, given what he's been through the last year and a half, it was uh, it was just fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, now he's probably got. At, at least another month, maybe two months, if he winds up playing at Farmers, which is a traditional, you know, tournament of his when he plays out at Torrey Pines, and that tournament is at this point about seven weeks away because I think it's at the end of January, so he's got plenty of time to build off of, you know, what he just kind of went through, a little bit of a spring training experience like we were talking about, and um, you know, kind of you know working off of that and you know, kind of rounding more into form as the season gets underway. He's won eight times at Torrey Pines. The place he likes. Only to equal the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Okay. How many times has he won at Firestone? Maybe six or seven? Yeah, I it's think pretty right close. up there, too. Yeah, there's a there's what? So I think we know some that will be on his schedule Yeah, for <laughs> sure, and there's no doubt we'll be seeing Tiger in Orlando, I would think, come the – Floor to swing. Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, with paying tribute to Arnie and everything as that kind of comes back full circle. And and he's uh, working on his equipment deals. Was interesting is um, agent Mark Steinberg said, uh, I think as the first two or three rounds got under his belt, his phone started to blow up. Probably endorsers waiting to see what uh, they were going to see. As you can imagine, uh, he was playing the Bridgestone ball, the M2 driver. Um, who I've heard that he's testing out some other equipment. Did you see the shoes that he was wearing? They have like these funky straps on them. They look awful. It's like an old man's slip-on shoe. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I was like, it has like this X um, that goes over like where the laces would be. I hey, but like we're it. talking about him. Yeah, well, and that's I guess that's what they we don't want, know but... what the name is, but we're talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, any other any other surprises? Oh, mo- what's monster on his bag? Yes. I guess he's slinging the energy drinks now. I mean, I don't know. It's all perfect. Yeah. All right. Any surprises for you at at, at the hero, Henrik Stenson? A little disappointed that Justin Rose had to withdraw. That's I mean, who I picked. Yeah, I know. What little, happened? Little. I think he had a little bit of a back issue. So I mean, given the event, it was probably and I don't know this for a fact, but you know, it was probably something where he didn't really want to mess with it. Can't blame him. Um, you know, Henrik just looking like, uh, you know, he's going to be the mechanic junior the way he's going about things and and Matt Kuchar uh having a good tournament Dustin Johnson DJ uh, Ricky he was up Fowler there towards the top over the first couple days all uh finishing tied for third at minus 13 mm-hmm. Bubba having a good tournament and uh, Jordan I think really enjoying Tiger being back out there and saying how much they're all looking forward to having that opportunity to tee it up and beat the best player I'm sure he. I'm sure Tiger wants to stick it to some of those guys as much as you he, think. Uh, that's that's got to. It's like a Tom Brady type scenario, right? Where yes. he's like, watch, watch now, guys. Like if I was him, I know that I would be trying to go out there and being like, okay, you guys can have. You've had your fun over the last couple of years, and hopefully he stays injury free and we can see that happen. Because how great would it be to see some duels between Jason Day and Tiger? I mean, we've been talking about this for the last two or three years. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, come Sunday. I mean, who are you picking? I'm taking Tiger. I mean, let's be honest. Like, nobody has been stronger mentally ever than him. 
Although, how about Patrick Reed showing up on a Sunday tied with wearing Tiger, the wearing the red? And he's got some, some and staring cojones. him down. Yeah, I mean, he's never been one to uh, back down from. From uh, that's the one I'd like to see. Sure, absolutely. If there's if there's a player that has the guts to be able to kind of stand, bring right, it on, bring it on, look Tiger right in the face, and and if he gets beat, he'd be the first guy to say, "You beat me." But I mean, he would he would be willing to go toe to toe. That'd be great. Well, we have a lot of golf to talk about tonight. Yes, we're getting near the end of uh, the season, but you know it is the wraparound season, and we've got two big tournaments happening in Florida: the Franklin Templeton Shootout, as well as the Father Son Tournament happening here in Orlando. So much more golf talk coming up. Stay with us, the Golf Insiders, ninety six nine. The game. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Oh, struggler's G, along with Will Perry. And, um, Will, we got lots of golf going on here in Florida. We got the Franklin Templeton shootout. We've got the... The season might be, you know, coming to a close, but there's still plenty, plenty going on. We've got the uh, father-son happening, and uh, we're going to go to uh, one of our golf insiders we haven't heard from in a while. He's been out on tour one of our uh, top freelancers, reporters, and an author, Adam Shupak. Hello, Adam. How are you, Holly G? Awesome. Good to hear from you, my friend. And uh, wasn't that book on Dean Beeman, my friend? That's right. Dean Beeman, Golf's Driving Force. Feel free to plug it as much as you want. <laughs> no, it was an absolute fantastic book. And, um, you know, for those who may not have remembered, Dean Beeman came before Tim Fincham. And it's interesting that we're now having a changing of the guard again as Tim is uh, riding off into the sunset and going to enjoy some more golf. Any thoughts on all that? Yeah, a lot of people keep asking me if I'm going to be writing the uh, Fincham years. I don't know yet. I haven't talked to the to the man about that. But, uh, you know, he certainly would have a lot of good stories to tell. I mean, Tim Fincham did a great job. I mean, Dean Beeman gave him the model that works so well with television and sponsorship. Uh, but I, th- I think he did a great job of, of taking the PGA Tour, you know, to even greater heights. And everything that I've heard from people and, and from my own interaction with Jay Monahan, I think the PGA Tour is in really good hands going forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, it's interesting how, um, you know, Jay being very, uh, very different, I think, than uh, Commissioner Fincham, who, you know, had a law degree background, uh, I think was a lobbyist for a brief time in in Washington, uh, you know, pretty serious guy. And Jay kind of uh, came up through the ranks of golf, running tournaments and uh, as a marketing and a sales guy. So uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see him uh, take it forward and, and where he will take the tour next. Yeah, I think he's a really, he's a really charismatic figure and, uh, 
and I, which is, you know, I think uh, I think people are really going to like getting to know him and, and seeing him out as the front person for the PJ Tour. Uh, he's got just great people skills and 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 the business acumen to go with it. And um, you know, I, I'm interested to see what sort of changes he'll start to implement when he takes over at the start of the year. Because I think I think there will be some change coming. And you know, we already got maybe a little bit of a hint of some change with how the Zurich. Is there a classic in New Orleans? Will be a team event going forward, and you know, I think that's some 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 great uh, something that'll just spice things up for that event. And and if we can get a little more of that, it'll make the PJ Tour even more fun to cover. Speaking of which, because I know you've covered it for years, the Arnold Palmer Invitational with Arnie passing. Your thoughts? Uh, how do you think that tournament may change? Or uh, you know, do you think we'll see his his grandson step in at a bigger way? What, what do you think? Um, you know, I think. I think the turnout will be huge this coming year, as it should be. I think people will come to pay respect. And then the question is, what will happen in the years to come? Because we've seen, you know, the best example is Byron Nelson. I mean, pe- players came because Byron Nelson wrote them letters, just the way Arnold Palmer would write players when they won tournaments. And, and you, you, you wanted to be there for Arnold Palmer because he was one of the guys that, that laid the groundwork for the tour. And the, but the Byron Nelson has really fallen – fallen down and, and it used to be one of the big events and, and they don't really get the field anymore and so uh, I think people in Orlando uh, have to be concerned of, of what can they do to prevent something like that happening uh, I think you know I'm not really sure what the what the, the quick fix is but uh, you know I would like to see Sam I think Sam should be involved especially in this first year and, and really going forward because you know that that, that family is such a big part of Bay Hill and it meant so much to the PGA Tour for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that that should be something on Jay Monahan's list. How are, how are they going to make sure that that event remains uh, a, a big one? And they've done some things, I think, already making it, uh, you know, three years exemption of the PGA Tour to the winner of that event. That, that means something still to these guys. Um, so there, there are some things being, that they've already laid the groundwork and been thinking, knowing that, that the time, you know, they didn't know how soon it would be, but knowing that the day might come when Mr. Palmer wouldn't be around anymore at that event. And, you know, it, but it, it is, I think you bring up a good point because it, it, we don't want to see it become something like what's happened to the Byron Nelson. I, I, I couldn't agree more. A um, lot of golf going on this week here in Florida. And I know you're covering both tournaments. Um, great to see the father-son uh, back and doing well. And Mr. John Daly showing up with little John Jr. That's going to be fun. I think that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. And, and uh, John Daly seems really excited about it. I think it's one of the coolest events. Uh, Alistair Johnson said it to me, you know, that he's got a waiting list for this event, that guys come asking him because they want to be part of it. And the other neat thing is the guys usually are so great to work with because they don't want to look bad in front of their kids. So they're always a little nicer, a little friendlier, <laughs> a little more willing to, uh, to talk after the round. And they're usually in a good mood because they're playing with their boys. So, Adam, you were kind of talking about you know, some. Sometimes it brings out some of the the old uh, legends of old. I know that uh, Hale Irwin's played in this event before. Jack's even played in it. You know who are who are some of the the players that you're looking forward to and fans might be looking forward to seeing this week. Well, the the must see grouping has is, is got to be Jack Nicholas uh, being and his son being paired with with Lee Trevino and his young son Daniel. Uh, you know, how many more times do we get to see those two greats uh, 
play together. I mean, we there are a couple occasions it seems like every year, but to have them in our own backyard, um, you know, I, I think golf fans ought to be making every effort to be out at the course on Saturday to watch Jack Nicholas and Lee Trevino. They're both, uh, you know, Lee, Lee Trevino just celebrated a birthday on December 1st. Jack turns uh, another year older in, in early January. So, you know, these guys aren't getting any younger, but it's fun to watch them, and they're still very competitive. They want, they want to make birdies, and uh, it's pretty cool when they do. And if you want to watch the Germinator, <laughs> we know that uh, Bernhard will be out there with his son. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, it's a who's who. I mean, it's, it's, you, you want to come watch these guys. It's fun to see them, you know, out there with their, with their sons. And, and their sons are, you know, some of them are pretty damn good. So, you know, it's, it's a good event. And, and Davis Love and his son. about signing autographs. Yeah, I mean, Davis Love's son is, is a, a stud amateur playing at, at uh, Alabama. You know, last year the, the Watkins won for the first time, and, and they're back to defend and, and it's fun. Some of them, you know, flip-flop which son they bring. Larry Nelson seems to do that. You know, Jack Nicholas tries to rotate through his boys. And um, I think it's, you know, it's one of my favorite events to go to every year. Uh, so let's talk about the Franklin Templeton shootout. We have uh, Lexi Thompson making her PGA Tour debut. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty neat. They haven't done this since uh, 2006 back Back in the day, Annika played with Fred Couples once, but you know Greg Norman, who's uh, designed the course and is sort of the uh, lead guy behind the event. Um, he said it was time, you know, to bring a woman back. He could, there was a lot of interest in doing that. He said she's the number one American player in the rankings right now. She can hit it as far as the guys. So you know, she, I think she can do pretty well. She played. She's paired with uh, Bryson DeChambeau and. They, they were paired together earlier this summer at the CBS uh, Classic that they, they do, a team event, and, and did pretty well. They were tied for the lead after the first day. And, you know, if, if uh, it's, a, it's a team event, I, th- I think she can c- contribute a, a good amount. And it, I think she can learn a lot this week. She's only 21. She seems to be getting better each year. And, uh, you know, she, watching her go up against Lydia Ko and, and, and some of the, the great young talent out there, on the LPGA Tour, I, I think this will really help her, you know, as, as the year moves forward. Speaking of Bryson DeChambeau, um, we have uh, talked, uh, hinted that uh, he might be uh, practicing around with going uh, face forward with his putter, side saddle, if you will, in uh, the days of Sam Snead. And in full disclosure here, uh, I work with a company called L2 Putters. That stands for Lateral Line. Their first putter was a face-forward putter. And um, they Bryson actually is using the L2 grip on this putter that he is demoing uh, at the tournament. It's 200 grams in the grip, Adam. So uh, kind of interesting. This could be, you know, as we know, Bryson uh, likes to do things differently. Very curious to see. Uh, what kind of buzz this creates? Yeah, I mean, his, his comment to me, he said people are going to freak out. And, uh, you know, it, it is different. But I think there's a lot of, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense. And, and it's really going to be interesting to see how he does. He was a little nervous. His, his instructor was telling me that, you know, as recently as Saturday, he was having some second thoughts. They had a long discussion about it. But he seemed to be all in. And he was practicing with it today and rolling the rock pretty well. And, you know, I, I think it's uh, – I think it's perfect for him because you know he's 
He's a little bit different, but in a good way, and he's got all of his irons are the same length, 37 and a half inches. This is just another way for him to look at the golf game a little bit differently, and he thinks this is something that can really help him. The numbers seem to back it up when he's when he's uh, practicing on the Sam putting lab, and so now he says, I just need to go out and test drive it. This seems to be the perfect venue, kind of a low-key affair where he's got a partner, and uh, then he says he's ready to, to let it roll at uh, the Sony Open if all goes well. And a good tip for amateurs. Even even the pros do a little test driving. You know, you don't want to try something new at your member guest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, want to get your thoughts as to, uh, tonight, of course, we're, we're buzzing about Tiger and, uh, how he played over the weekend and, uh, just your, your comments on what you saw. Yeah. You know, I, I was, I was impressed with how he played. It was, it was great to see him back. And uh, I was actually traveling on, on when he had his, uh, bogey free round that day. So I didn't get to see too much of that, but, you know, just kind of following along on Twitter, uh, there, there was definitely uh, a bit of a feeding frenzy of, of you, know, you know, I don't think we need to get too excited just yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for him to just make, play all those days in a row, uh, get through a tournament, feeling good, showing he can hit a whole bunch of, you know, hit, he could hit certain shots when he wanted to, um, seemed pretty comfortable out there. I think it was, you know, again, a kind of another low-key affair was a good – good test drive for him in an environment he was comfortable with just 19 guys no cut um this was this was a good start and and it says that you know like let's not forget he was playing pretty well when he hurt his back you know at the at, at greensboro he yep. was he had a, a chance to to win that event on sunday so he wasn't that far off there he still has a way to go i think but, um, you know, it, it just creates a lot of excitement for the beginning of the season. And, you know, all, everything's going to be pointed towards Augusta in April and, and trying to get, you know, finally get over that hurdle to the 15th major. So, Adam, how do our listeners follow you? And also, if they're interested in giving a great golf book to uh, a golfer in their life this Christmas, tell us about how they could purchase the book. Yeah, they can. Uh, they can uh, download it at iTunes. Uh, they really have a pretty limited supply left at this point of the book. Sold over twenty thousand of them, and uh, you know it's good job. Not, there are not many, not many uh, print copies available. But if they if they hit me up on uh, on Twitter, send me a message there. I, there's still some some limited copies. I'd be happy to autograph. I got some Dean Beeman ones. And, um, can get those in the mail in time for the holidays. All right, well, and, put, uh, put one aside at, for at, yours truly, okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, Adam Shupak, formerly with Golf Week and one of our best writers in the business. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel coming up next. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. It'd be good to just make We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry. And uh, we're going to go straight to our man... Right down the street at the Golf Channel, Todd Lewis, to 
talk everything Tiger. Hey, Todd. Hey, Holly. How are you? Doing well. Um, your thoughts on Tiger? Pretty exciting to see him uh, swinging pretty smoothly and smiling. And I know you know you've spent a lot of time with Tiger. I was saying in the first segment, it was just good to see that uh, million-dollar Watt smile all throughout the week and weekend. Yeah, well, a couple things. First, from a performance standpoint, it was kind of what I expected. Um, He had good days and obviously had some bad days as well. Um, So I wasn't expecting him to consistently shoot in the 60s. I said a top 10 finish in an 18-person field would be actually a very successful week. I uh, didn't quite get there. I mean, you know, but he did beat two guys who were world class <laughs> players there. Um, so I, you know, I think yes, he can head into the holiday break thinking, okay, you know what, I can get four rounds in. I obviously can shoot a low number with the sixty five that he posted. So he does have many more positives than the negatives coming out of the Bahamas. I think one big thing, and you mentioned the fact that he has has this smile about him. And being relaxed. Yeah, I was on your show a couple of weeks ago, and I, and, and I still firmly believe this. I think more than anything to hit the reset button on his body, him being away close to 16 months has offered him an opportunity to hit the reset button on his mind and his emotions. And I think that he no longer is Darth Vader behind the cloak, mm. um, you know, the, the robotic stare when he's on the golf course. I think now he's more like Luke Skywalker. Mm. And, and people can relate to him better, um, and people like him. There's a sense of likability that, you know, he may not have had 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I think he's becoming more of an every-fan player. Um, and a lot of that is due to his greatness and what he's accomplished. But at the same time, he has become a bit sympathetic towards all these fans because they want to see him rise again. They want to see him play well again. Like I've always said this, like him or hate him, people respect Tiger Woods. They know what he was what he is capable of doing with a golf ball that frankly hasn't been seen before. Um, so I, I, I think it was a successful week. I'm cautiously optimistic as he goes into 2017, which I think on the PGA Tour he'll start at Torrey Pines. Um, but, you know, he's going up against 155 other players there. He's not going up against 17 others like he did at the Bahamas. Yeah, I thought the other part um, that was very interesting in terms of Tiger the person, and, and and you hinted at it, and you're out there and, you know, interact with him uh, so much. But, you know, again, his talking about how it was fun to be out with, you know, the guys, like this was his family, and also about – uh, how much his, you know, his friends supporting him had made such a difference. You know, until you go through something like this uh, and you really begin to, um, you know, appreciate in a whole different way that, uh, you know, that 12th man, those people around you really make a difference in getting through something like this emotionally. No doubt about it. And um, you're right. I have spent a lot of time. I mean, Tiger would with Tiger, he would never say this to me, but you, you, you sense, you sensed, um, at times of major insecurity with him, with his game. Um, you know, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that the demons of, will I ever be good, much less great again, um, bounced, bounced around his head. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, and I think he's still wrestling with that. I mean, I look, he, like I said, he finished 15th out of 17 players that were able to complete 72 holes. And so, you know, I, I, I'm sure that he wanted to, uh, to, like I said, a top 10, top five finish, maybe be in contention. But at the same time, he has to understand that his bar of, of success is different, and I'm sure he does, is different than any other players. You know, he, he, he goes out to win. And, you know, that's probably been muffled a bit over the last few years. Um, now he probably wants to he, – he goes out to contend now, I think, more than win. Um, and once he starts contending, then I think that instinctive – you know, when he used to give you that mean stare, he's like, what's, your, what's a successful week for you this week? When, a, when somebody in the media would ask him that, including mm. myself, I asked him that one time, one time only. And he looked at me like he wanted to rip my throat out. Right. Said, I'm here to win. <laughs> right. <an> idiot. <laughs> so um, so I, I think he's, you know, he, he'll gradually hopefully get back to that. Kind of funny, right, that, you know, probably one of the most talked about 15th place finishes that there maybe has ever been, you know, from tour. But there's no doubting it, Todd, that, you know, Tiger still moves the needle. You know, what mm. What? Uh, what were you guys kind of finding out from ratings-wise or anything like that, kind of stemming maybe holistically from the tournament or any of the particular days, Sunday or even Tuesday? Uh, well, gosh, you know, I you know, I wish I had them in front of me. I did read them, uh, the ratings, and I think it was, uh, it was the best Thursday for sure, Thursday or fr- maybe the best Friday because it wasn't a Thursday of competition since the Ryder Cup. Uh, one of the best, one of the best Thursdays we've had all year, uh, which is expected um, as far as ratings goes. And so, you know, it's just been. I mean, it, it, and and you know, what's interesting about you know Tiger coming back. This year has been successful from a television rating perspective, which, in my opinion, is the great measure of how popular golf is. I mean, Golf Channel is is having six straight consecutive quarters of growth. Uh, uh, we just had the third best, or excuse me, the best third quarter in history of the Golf Channel, and and our viewership is continuing to rise. And Tiger didn't play this year, so you know, you add Tiger to the mix next year, and I'm not sitting here just to toot Golf Channel's horn, but you, I'm, I'm talking about as far as popularity and fan appeal. You add Tiger to the mix with Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, um, Jordan Spieth, and so on, all these young stars, man, you're gonna have a phenomenal 2017, and and as a fan, more importantly than a Golf Channel employee, I hope that happens. That's what we were kind of chatting about a couple of minutes ago. You think he's, you got to think he's chomping at the bit to, to kind of sitting in his rocker, if you will, waiting to uh, tell the young whippersnappers how things really were in his day kind of kind of thing, you know? <laughs> well, I look, I, he said this word a lot, and that is process. If we are expecting Tiger to tee it up, let's say he does tee it up at Torrey Pines, and we are expecting him, and that's got an elite feel there. Jason Day will be there. You know, all these great players will be there. Rory won't be there. He'll, he'll be in the desert. Uh, but if, let's just say he tees up there. If we are expecting him to, to, I mean, to be in the top five that week, I think that's pretty lofty goals because, hey, that's a very, that South course is really, really hard really hard i mean they don't they host the u.s open there for a reason um and the north course there has been revamped by tom weiskopf so you know i think right into the spring maybe at augusta we could think about him contending because he has had so much success there but i kind of look for him to build some confidence and momentum into the summer uh you know and you know i think yeah i think you know the chances that when he goes over to play in the Open Championship at Royal Birkdale, you know, he's 
you know, he's played there before. He's had some, he's had some success on Lynx golf courses, obviously. I, I think that that's where he'll start to go, maybe heading into the PGA Championship at Quail Hollow. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that's the point where we start really start to measure Tiger. It's like, okay, man, you've, been, you've, you've had a number of tournaments under your belt now for this year. Let's see where you are. Speaking of momentum, Hideki, four <laughs> out of five wins. Uh, I bet, uh, again, he was wishing Augusta was a little closer the way he's uh, just knocking down the pins right now. Yeah, and you know what I mean? I, it's hard for us to imagine, but I can't begin to tell you how popular golf is in Japan, and this is huge there. Um, I mean, I don't know if you remember four or five years ago when Ryo Ishikawa came out, you know, and, and the, the, I was out there, and he, he was just trying to make it on the PGA Tour. Um, and I, and uh, unsuccessfully, by the way, um, the media throng around him was enormous, enormous. I'm talking about like any event, like Colonial or you know, or, or the Wyndham Championship. I'm not like huge, forty to fifty reporters, photographers, producers. Now, you know that guy's been forgotten about, and and now here comes the Deki Matsuyama, who has power, who has a great short game who has ability, and now, like you mentioned, he has had recent success. And there's no doubt in my mind he's going to contend in a major championship next year. I don't know which one, but and it may be more than one. Uh, but I think we are seeing the emergence of a new star here on the global game. Um, the only thing that, that, that could hurt him is his health. He's had some back issues and some other health problems. If he can remain healthy, I think you know that, that he definitely could be a force uh, heading into 2017. I know those throngs of media, Todd, the Japanese media. Yeah. I was at the LPGA in the days of Ayako Okamoto, and, uh, you know, we remember Jumbo Ozaki as well. And, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, was, it was crazy. Um, so that's, that's good for global golf as well, no doubt about it. So I know uh, especially we're— with the Olympic, Especially with the Olympics going to Tokyo yes. in uh, 2020. Oh, my gosh. It, it'll, be, it'll be crazy. That'll be insane. Uh, so, you know, we're coming up to the holidays. What's, what's going to be some of the fun stuff that uh, we're going to be able to watch on Golf Channel? Caddyshack, 24-hour uh, marathon? <laughs> <laughs> what's going to be happening? Uh, well, we've got, you know, we've, we've, I mean, I think this week is a pretty special week. We've got the Franklin Temple shootout. Uh, Lexi Thompson teeing up with the boys, um, by the way, down at Naples. And yes. Tiburon. And also on Golf Channel on NBC, we, a really special event. Not only can you watch it on TV, but everybody that's listening, I hope you take the opportunity to go buy a ticket um, and go watch the PNC father-son at the Ritz-Carlton um, because you're going to see all these great players, all these legends, um, tee it up. I'm talking about Jack Nicholas, Lee Trevino, you know, Hale Irwin, all these great, great players. Now John Daly's in the field. Um, all yep. these major champions, Nick Faldo. One of the we're, best family outings you can go watch. Yeah, and, and they are. And let me just tell you, follow. I followed Jack and Nicholas. I was talking with Barbara. We followed them for three or four. There were, there were. I mean, it was a huge gallery that he's interacting with the, the the fans, and it's a really cool experience to see. Like Jack, for example, the greatest golfer in my opinion of all time, um, and to see him out there playing and to be kind of a little more up close and personal than you would at a normal. PGA Tour event, at least. I, I think that's really special. Absolutely. Well, as always, we thank you, Todd. Maybe seeing you out there uh, this weekend and uh, lots of golf for all of our local residents to go out yeah. and uh, I'll, check out. I'll be at the father. I'll be at the father's son as a fan. I so hear you. 
And I'm going out there. I'm not working, but I'm going to enjoy these these greats walking down 18. You and me both, my friend. Uh, buy you a beer if I see you. Thanks so much. All right. All right. The Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. More golf talk. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so We're back. The Golf Insiders wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house. Ali G along with Will I Am Perry. You know it. And, uh, hey, I, I've heard this guy's a, a pretty good singer. Me? When he's, when he's had, no, I'm talking about our next, next guest. When he's, oh, okay. He's had a few say. umbrella drinks in him, and, you know, he was soaking up the sunshine down there in Albany in the Bahamas. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. And it's Jeff Babineau from Golf Week checking in with us. Hey, Babs. Hello, Holly G and Will. Hello, sir. So, um... Mm, fun you. week down there, huh? Was anything happening? Yeah, it was fun. You know, it was a fun week. You know, it's uh, we all were, I, I said it was kind of like this great experiment being unveiled. And we really didn't know what to expect, you know. And uh, saw Tiger hit some nice shots in the Pro-Am, and you wondered, how many of those are we going to see? And we ended up seeing a whole bunch of them. So uh, I thought it was, you know, you, you had to walk away kind of impressed with the bigger picture of, of what you saw with Tiger and what he was able to do down there. I'm curious, um, given the location, was was the, you know, was it a good turnout of the media? Was it crazy? Um, you know, given you know, that this for, was his, you know, comeback. You know, early December and it's an unofficial event, and uh, you know, you'd have a good feel. But yeah, the, the media turnout was pretty good. I mean, it, you know, a lot of national publications there, the New York Times and USA Today, and you know, Doug Ferguson with the AP and a bunch of magazines and. Everyone wanted to see what he had, and uh, it was good. I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. If Tiger himself didn't know what to expect, the rest of us really couldn't have any idea. And uh, you know, I think the biggest gauge, talking to Nota Begay, talking to Joe Lacava afterward, they weren't so worried about score. They were worried about him feeling okay after walking 90 holes, and he passed that test. He passed it really well. So uh, that was the biggest hit of the week, and then the. The golf was a nice bonus, you know, leading the field in birdies, having he had more birdies than Matsuyama. So, uh, you know, all in all, it's the guy doesn't like finishing 15th, but it was one week where it was very acceptable. Well, and he climbs to 650, 650th in the ranking. So, uh, you know, big jump from 898 or wherever he was at. Baby steps, right, Babs? Baby steps. Yeah, I don't think you and I are reeling off 649. <laughs> players in the world that are beating that guy right now, even whatever shape he's in. But he'll get there. And, you know, he doesn't have any world ranking points uh, or nothing really falling off. So anything he does, he's going to make some big jumps like that. So, uh, you know, he can make a, make a jump pretty quickly. And if he wins out there somewhere in the first half of the year, he can make a real nice jump. Any, um, uh, you know, surprises down there. I mean, I, I guess the big one was Justin Rose uh, WDing because of his own uh, back situation. Uh, but in terms of, you know, players and, uh, you know, uh, people we should be watching. Well, I mean, for most of these guys, the end of a long year, I mean, you look at Rose and Stenson and Kuchar and 
you know, the guys who threw the Olympics in as well as, uh, you know, Ricky, uh, the guys who threw the Olympics in there, Bubba. Uh, it was a long grind. You know, there were big tournaments almost every other week from the start of, you know, really from May on. And uh, so true. the Ryder Cup and the playoffs. And, and uh, these guys are ready for a break. You know, Henrik Stenson couldn't wait to get out of there and get a little break. And, and uh, so these guys, you know, a lot of them are going to show up in Hawaii in a few weeks for the Tournament of Champions, get it going. And there is no offseason. You've got to kind of build in your breaks. And, and uh, I, you know, I thought these guys, you know, for the end of a long year, they, they did pretty well out there. So you mentioned, you know, the, the tour is kind of about – you know, kind of taking a, a couple weeks break here, about three weeks before heading in over to, to Hawaii for two weeks. What are some, some topics, some players, some things of interest that you have on your mind kind of leading into the 2017 season? Well, I mean, certainly Matsuyama is an interesting character to watch now, winning four out of five. And, you know, he did have two top tens in the majors last year. You forget he's only 24 years old. He's really impressive and Kind of the putting was the last piece to come along for him, so he's a storyline going into 17. Tiger's a big storyline. Uh, I think Jordan Spieth kind of getting back to that 2015 form where he made a run at uh, the, the Grand Slam. Uh, I don't know in his career if he'll ever have a run that good at the majors, but certainly he wants to get closer to that and contend in more than one major, which uh, which he did this year, and, and that one didn't go so well at Augusta. So... Uh, we, you know, Jason Day coming back from injury, he's supposed to play in Vero Beach on Sunday, and that Grapefruit Pro Am. That's kind of interesting, and see if he's going to uh, still try and keep that one spot. And Dustin Johnson making a run at it. So, the good thing about covering golf these days is you don't really lack for for storylines. That's for sure. Yeah, and we have this uh, kid named Bryson DeChambeau now uh, sporting some side saddle putting at the Franklin Templeton. Uh, going to be an interesting week down there in Naples. Yeah, it's good. You know, those guys will have fun down there. It's a team event, and he'll have fun. He'll be Alexi down there. There'll be a lot of interest in that. And uh, Yeah, I was looking at some of that video of him side-saddling today. That's, that's funky to me. I don't know. I, I could see it maybe inside of 10 feet. And I don't know what he's going to do on longer putts. If he's going to do that, I'd question controlling speed and uh, he's a brilliant young kid, no doubt, and an exciting player. And sometimes you don't – maybe it keeps it fresh for him, kind of all these new uh, nuances and, and different scientific approaches. But uh, I don't know. The, the, the jury's certainly out on the side saddle stuff. You think he's going to break through and win this year? You know, he could. I, I don't think he's he's a kid who would be rattled in the hunt. You know, it's – it's intimidating. It's so the, – the depth of field these days, it's so tough to get yourself in there. Uh, but I think he's one of those kids, when he got in there, he wouldn't be rattled by it. He'd be very confident because he's closed the deal uh, all the way, you know, into the pros on various levels. So uh, he certainly could. He, he kind of really struggled this year after the great finish coming out of the gates at, uh, at Hilton Head. So – I hope he does pick up his play, but there's a lot of good young guys out there. You know, the John Roms and Aaron Wises, and a lot of these good young guys are up-and-comers, and, comers and uh, it's fun, you know, to add them into the mix and, and get the veterans still playing well. It just makes for uh, a lot of really good stuff for us to watch. So who are you picking as uh, your team favorite for the uh, shootout this weekend? Oh, boy, who's my team favorite? Well, I'll, I'll see if uh, Sneds and maybe Duffner can defend for the – 
I don't think a team's defended down there more than a decade, so maybe those guys will get it done again. Ooh. Uh, that'll be the team I watch, and maybe my sleeper would be uh, Kucher and Harris English. That's that's who I'm that's who I'm picking. Um, them, yeah. And how about for the father son? I know, uh, you know, you've got some kids playing golf. Babs, that's going to be a fun one. Who yeah. are you picking to come out on top? That's fun. That's a fun one. I, I think. Well, when you look at the sons across the board, there's a lot of young guys. I mean, Taylor Funk's a you know playing college golf, college standout. So that gives Fred Funk a nice horse. Uh, so that that might be my that be the guys I would tip on the father son side. I don't think Little John Daly's quite there yet, but. It'll be a fun one to watch, too. It sure will. wonder if he'll have some junior loudmouths on. <laughs> I, uh, you can bet on that. You know that's coming. All right, Babs. Thanks so much, Jeff Babineau. Check all the great news stories every day on GolfWeek.com. Thanks so much, my friend. And Will Perry, who's going to be your pick? I'm going to go with Smiley Kaufman and Just, Justin Thomas. Little little young fire down there. Ooh, I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Um, You know, Billy Horschel's been pretty hot. That was the other one I had my eye on. Uh, and Hoffman had stretches, good stretches he, he, last very year. Very strong well. play last year. So I may go with the H-squared team and... Uh, you know, see what happens down there at, uh, at at Naples. Beautiful place to uh, go spend a weekend. All right. Lots of great golf. Go on out and check out the PNC uh, father-son this weekend. Take your family out there. Enjoy. It's going to be beautiful weather. Have a great weekend. The Golf Insiders, we're out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>